0: Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Welcome to episode 96 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is 2020, our year in review. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the highly reviewed and revered TB Markinson. Hello, TB. Welcome back. Happy New Year. How are you today? Happy New Year, Claire. Thank it's, you. i uh, been
1: swimming here and uh, swimmingly in here in the US. Um, we probably should note we're recording this on January 7th, the day after what happened in the US Capitol the day after yeah, the weird.
0: attempted coup.
1: Yes, the day after uh, our own president tried to overthrow the government. So it's not it's not a great start to this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. It's been a bit rough. But things can only get better, right? I don't don't say that <laughs> <laughs> because I think you just cursed us for it. I mean, I know things are shitty in your country as well. Damn it! Uh, Damn it! I'm, I'm, have I
0: got, have I got the power to curse the whole of America? god damn it tv have i woken up this year 2021 is my year of superpowers i need a cape that's what i need wait i thought the
1: capes were the really good guys Did the bad guys wear capes because cursing us to a year of hell is not a really nice thing to do
0: oh i didn't think i was the bad guy i thought i was the guy no i want to be wonder woman
1: <laughs> yeah so it's been an interesting start to this year i am hoping by the time this year ends it's we're in a much better place All around with, you know, the government operating and COVID numbers receding, hopefully. And um, maybe, maybe I'll be able to get on a train and go someplace. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Steady on. Steady on with those goals. That's next episode. 2021 goals. Get on a train. (laughs) Could I I venture out to
1: Wellesley? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Six miles
0: all right well tell me uh, fill me in how has the break been because we've had uh, a couple of weeks off a couple of weeks without seeing each other i know there was a tb shaped hole in my life but um i know right uh i I asked tb before we came on the call did you miss me she's like nah but anyway uh what what have you been up to
1: (laughs) okay i would just like to clarify you said if i missed the podcast and i said it was nice to have a break (laughs) claire is reading into things like she usually does Anyways, uh, my Uh break was busy. I, on December 30th, sent a secret project to my editor. I'm still not going to reveal too many details about this project. And I will say it was supposed to be a novella, but in true TV fashion, it ended up being 50K. After a really tough year for so many of us and a not great start to 2021, I wanted to publish something for my readers that they've asked for. It's my way of saying thank you for sticking with me through the good times and the bad. And I hope readers enjoy the return of an old friend during these dark, scary, and hellish times. <laughs> Something that will put a smile on your face briefly to get you through is it, a couple hours.
0: Is it, so is it a secret project? Is it? Is it a rom-com?
1: Absolutely not, I don't really do rom-coms. Okay, I just, you...
0: on- <laughs> <laughs> just wondered if you'd done a rom-com for these dark, scary times. So, I'm guessing it's the return of an old character, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I kind of lied to everyone, because when I said, you know, when we were breaking before, we took our our time off for the holidays. I said I wasn't going to be working. That wasn't true. I was working on the secret project. Um, it was a busy time. But I did take time off. I didn't do the podcast. I didn't do I Newsletter. And I was able to take a few days off to enjoy the holiday and, you know, eat too much. And I watched a lot of telly. I've been watching a lot of, um like, World War II movies because they... <laughs> I'm trying to reach back into our terrible times in human history where we were able to pull through, because I'm just hoping we can. <laughs> so I'm looking for inspiration, fuck. I'm just looking for inspiration. I love that... how to survive these times.
0: I love that TB's <laughs> dealing with these crazy dark times by watching World War II movies, because that's really going to cheer you up. Whereas me, <laughs> I'm I'm on the rom-coms. I watch The Holiday, Over the Holiday... You know, that is a cheery fucking rom-com, isn't it? I don't know if I've actually seen The Holiday. Oh, you should. I guarantee you'll like it.
1: I'm not in the mood for them. <laughs> I'm just not. I watched a lot of them. Um, I watched a Dickens miniseries. No, it wasn't Dickens. It was Wilkie Collins, which is another dark one. Um, so, yeah, I've been watching a lot of dark stuff. Um, but, anyways, back to the work stuff, what mm-hmm. I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I'm starting off the New Year away. I'm starting a co-write with Miranda McLeod. Um, We really like writing together, and it's been a nice start to each day to hop on a Skype call and discuss things and have, you know, to be tethered to the real world still, because I know a lot of us are, you know, kind of stuck in our homes. Yeah, so it's been nice to have, like, you know, a friend on the other line where you can be like, oh, hey, people still exist and you know, chat. I have some ACX news, which is going to be bad because it's ACX, and ACX news is never good. Um, For those of you who have entered audio code giveaways, including the one for One Golden Summer... Please be patient. ACX is having issues, and dispersing the codes has become quite complicated, and some people who are trying to redeem them is not working. So I'm really hoping ACX pulls their shit together soon. I'm not holding my breath because it's ACX.
0: Okay. But I I
1: am trying to fulfill the giveaways. It's not like I just stopped. Well, I did just stop because they weren't working. So I had to put a stop to it. And now ACX is trying to fix things.
0: That is an issue. Uh, Yes. For those of you who don't know, ACX is the back end of the Audible system. So, um, and they are having a lot of issues with their PR, with their system, (laughs) just with everything. So, (laughs) yeah,
1: it's been a shit show with ACX. And final news, I did watch, it kind of goes back to my childhood, like where a lot of birthday parties for a while were like, um, themed around Star Wars. Um, They usually released a Star Wars movie in May, and my birthday's in May, and a lot of my um, friends, they also had summer birthdays, so Star Wars was kind of a thing, but now they started releasing around Christmas. (laughs) So, for the past three years, I have had, like, a Star Wars Christmas, and I ended up watching The Mandalorian. Baby Yoda's really fucking adorable. He's really, have you, have you even seen photos of him?
0: No.
1: I'm really surprised we're friends (laughs) (laughs) sometimes. I mean, you're not watching The Mandalorian and
0: you're not watching World War Two movies. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, as soon as you said the word Star Wars, I was like, oh, I've got nothing to contribute to this conversation.
1: <laughs> Wait, have you never seen a Star Wars
0: movie? No. I've seen bits of it. I've been seeing bits of one, but I've no interest. <laughs> All right, so just trust me when I say it. Baby is okay. really cute. And he's no, also, he it, also it, gets into a lot of trouble because he's always hungry and he wants food. Uh, and I can relate to that. Sounds like someone I, I know. Trouble. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I know what Yoda looks like. And um, Yoda himself was cute, right? So a baby Yoda would be cute. I get it. What
1: about you? I know you guys are uh, locked down again, and were you able to manage to have a decent Christmas?
0: We did. We had a a friend over who who lives uh, locally and lives on our own, so uh, she was allowed to come over for Christmas, so that was nice. We ate a lot of food, drank, ate a lot of cheese, port, Baileys, so you know, all that. So we had a a bright old Christmas, and then on New Year's Eve, we uh, had a Zoom disco in our lounge, hosted by our friends in Germany. There was about 20 households Zooming in, all dancing in our own living rooms, because the pandemic <laughs> those, has, has made this normal now.
1: Are these the uh, the Germans that you sang at their wedding for last, was that last year or the year before? Mm-hmm. Must've been two years ago, because we didn't do anything last year.
0: Yes, no, this is the Germans that I sang at their wedding in 2019.
1: And now you, in 2020, you had a, a Zoom disco New Year's Eve party. Yep. All
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> so did you we... actually,
1: like, dress up as, like, 70s and actually have, like, the shiny ball and dance
0: and everything? We did dance. No dressing up. Uh, but they had, like, proper disco lights in their lounge, and they had a proper playlist, you know. And uh, everybody everybody was pretty – quite a few of the households were quite dressed up. Did they have the disco lights
1: pre-pandemic? Is this something they just like?
0: I imagine that they did have the disco lights pre-pandemic. <laughs> So this wasn't all that unusual for them. No, no, they're just using the pandemic as an excuse to, you know, do lots of different things. But well (laughs) done then, Uh, because otherwise it would just have been, you know, uh, you know, a nice dinner in. Uh, We had that anyway. So, yeah, Christmas was all right, but it was a little bit. It was just different, right, because you couldn't go out and you couldn't see your friends and you couldn't go to the pub. So and those are things that I did miss over Christmas, just being social, going out and uh, catching up with friends and family so but there you go we couldn't do it so um we troop on into 2021 unlike you i had a lot of time off over christmas um i got my my book hot london nights is coming out um end of the month or beginning of next month and so i had to get that to the proofreader uh sorry yeah to the proofreader by um december the 22nd so i did that and then i took off uh until january the 4th so Apart from doing a couple of bits and bobs here and there I did have um time off. So that was nice. But it was, you know, also a little bit cold because and not much to do. We did go out on a lot of nice sort of wintry frosty walks and our face nearly imploded with the cold. But yeah. Hot London nights though is it's it's gone come back from the proofer, so that's good. I've gone through it and one of my lead protagonists is a uh British born Indian character. Um so I I ran the uh, book by an Indian friend just to make sure I got the details the details right. Do you know what I mean? Like suffice it to say, I hadn't not all of them. So uh, you know, I was pretty confident about it because it's not the plot is not about sort of backgrounds or religions or anything like that. But uh, I just wanted to make sure that I hadn't um, said anything completely wrong. And I'd got a couple of names wrong because I didn't realise there are Muslim names and there are Hindu names. So I'd given a Hindu a Muslim name. So I've just changed the name. So it's a good job I ran it past uh my indian friend but yeah so i'm really pleased with this book though it's about uh india india Condeli from uh made in london london romance book six uh so hopefully gonna go off to the art team next week uh so fingers crossed it'll be all right and then all being well um it will be out in the world in a few weeks i think this week has been um a slow start back into the world of work but i will just share um a little a little funny thing that happened this week so I think the first two days were a bit depressing, frankly, because I think on the Monday, so we're recording this on Thursday, and on Monday, Boris Johnson announced that we're all going back into lockdown forever. So everybody was a bit down um, about it. Not, Not surprised, but down. I went out the next day and honestly, it didn't stop raining for about three days. And you know, it gets dark really early and you have to, obviously you have to wear a mask when you go out to the shop. So I went out to the shop to get some food, put my mask on and then one of these, you know, you've got a variety of masks now, right? But this one steamed up my glasses on the way back, right? It's black uh, outside because it's like five o'clock at night. So, you know, it's really dark. And, and my glasses steamed up and it's really raining, right? So, I walk across the road uh, and I'm like, you know, a minute from home. It's also bin day. So, uh, there, there were bins littering the pavement, wheelie bins all over the pavement. And our pavements aren't very wide. So, I'm trying to navigate the, and I'm like, and the wind is whipping through me and I've got rain splattering my face. I can't see where I'm going. It's dark. I walk straight into a tree. Honest to God. I- Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I walked straight into a fucking tree because I couldn't see it because I couldn't see, I couldn't make out the difference because my glasses were steamed up raining. Wait, well,
1: were you on your street and you walked into a tree? Yeah, because
0: because uh, I could see I walked into a bin, so then I I, st- I tried to navigate away from the bin, walked straight into a tree. Was
1: Le- it the one right after the um, restaurant at the end of the street?
0: Yeah. Luckily my glasses
1: <laughs> actually on the
0: tree. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily my glasses didn't fall off, but I was like, fuck. So I don't- <laughs> I walked into the tree, um, then I I walked around the tree, but I still couldn't really see anything. So, uh, and then I walked into a lamppost. I walked into a a straight, into the tree, then straight into the lamppost. (laughs) I I was a walking, I was a walking You've Been Framed video. And...
1: It's like an episode you would see, like in the Three Stooges or something.
0: It really was. So then I whipped my mask off, whipped my glasses off. I'm standing in the road, and I thought I still can't see anything because I'm blind without my glasses. So I managed to navigate back to my house, and then sort of, oh, saw sort the of funny. I'm honestly, if I'd have seen this happen, I would have been in hysterics. But when, <laughs> but because I literally couldn't see anything, and the rain was so hard, and it was just. Anyway, well, I'm glad
1: you're okay. You don't seem to have any scratches on here. no did scratches. You this, did you hit any of them really hard, or was it just kind of like a bump?
0: I think I did hit the tree quite hard, but I think my my uh, my glasses and my foot took the impact, so not too bad.
1: <laughs> well, it's a good thing you didn't break your glasses, because that might be hard to replace.
0: <laughs> that would have been gl- that would have been bad. Yeah. Anyway, comments, comment one to what you got.
1: All right, so we have two comments. Michelle enjoys the podcast and says we're both entertaining and Michelle learned so much uh, regarding the craft of authorship and lesbian romance. Lesbian romance. Wow. I can't say the word. And then we have a comment from Neen who says, Merry Christmas. We're both such amazing women. And I, and uh, Neen hopes we both had a fantastic end to the year. There's these strange and weird times. This was before I learned that you <laughs> ran into a tree and a <laughs> lamppost. Neen also says, well done for taking a nice break off to recharge and refill your tanks. And Neen also helps thanks us for uh, keeping the darkness of 2020 at bay.
0: Well, good. I'm glad we did.
1: Yes, and I we, I should comment or remark that we are recording two episodes back-to-back, so there are two comments. If you didn't hear your name this time, um, you will be in the next episode.
0: Yep, similar to me. I've got two for now and two for next time, so... um. On Instagram, the Lesbian Book Club UK says that we're one of their favourite podcasts. So thank you very much for that, Lesbian Book Club UK. Lou also wrote in from Canada. She says she's really enjoying the podcast, and she also says that uh, my podcast voice is fabulous. She really enjoys the British accent. Sorry, TB. I don't
1: um, think Americans are very high on anybody's list
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Lou also said not about the podcast, but I just thought I'd say that she asked me um, what my favorite drink was, so that she could drink it at the same um, while she was reading one of my books and give me a toast. I thought that was lovely. Mm. I told her red wine or beer, so I hope you uh I hope you managed it, Lou.
1: Yeah, that's that is nice, and um I feel I uh, I feel sorry for the Canadians. They must be kind of wondering what the fuck's going on down here and how it's going to affect them. Yeah. My apologies for everything. <laughs> I'm sure it's not fun. We're we're like that um crazy uncle you don't want to invite over for Christmas now.
0: Right. Let's get on to today's topic, which is 2020, our year in review. How did we do? So. TB. i've written a blog on this uh so i am ready do you want to kick off do you want me to kick off oh you want to know how my, my
1: you want to know how my 2020 went yeah <laughs> not according to plan
0: <laughs> no swear words
1: it went off course very early in the year <laughs> and it did not go according to plan um i had really really high hopes for 2020 i had very lofty publishing goals i wanted to publish five individual books in an plus the two co-writes I had um, committed myself to. I ended up publishing three individual books. One was a novella, and the other one was a uh, novella that I reworked into a full-length novel. And then I did do the two co-writes, one with you and one with Miranda. And I also contributed a short story to a lesbian anthology that was uh, spearheaded by Amanda Radley. So I felt pretty short of my goals because, as I said, one was a novella and one was a novella that I reworked. Um, And if I was just looking at the numbers, I would say it was a big fucking miss. However, uh, considering the year I had last year and considering how I got sick after my March trip to London, um, there were actually moments when I was writing letters to people I wanted to say goodbye to. I was very ill. Considering all of that, I'm going to count 2020 on the publishing front. I'm not saying all over, but on the publishing front, I'm going to count it as a success. <laughs> that was a hard fucking year.
0: And I think you're right, actually, to count it as a success <laughs> because I know how well you were. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. You should definitely count it as a success. You you've still got five books out, which is like incredible. So, uh well done.
1: Wait, do you want to discuss your publishing or do you want me to keep going? How do you want to break this up? Uh,
0: I can. can i can uh, give you one of my publishing goals so for me uh, my publishing goals were to write four books and how did i do um i did well actually um my publishing my writing and publishing year were pretty good uh i did write four books i didn't publish them all but i did write four books Um, and i did publish four books because i published before You Say I Do, um, Christmas in Mistletoe, and I also published One Golden Summer, I'll co write, and then I published, what's it called? Try Me Again, <laughs> the free uh, lockdown novella that I did. So that was a left field, left field, in, sweeping in. So, um, and actually that took a little bit more time than I anticipated, but I think things always do, don't they? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased really um, with my writing and publishing year. Before You Say I Do was easily my best-selling book ever. One Golden Summer did well, and Christmas in Mistletoe did well. And I'm pretty pleased that also I did manage to um, write Hot London Nights, which is coming out soon. So I think at the start of the year, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to write through a pandemic. I wasn't sure if I'd suffer mental health or physical health, but it turned out actually, what I've realized from writing down my goals was that work and routine kept me sane.
1: Oh gosh, (laughs) if it wasn't for work last year, I mean, can you imagine what just, it would have been, I mean, it was already a rough year, but can you imagine, because like we had these weekly calls and we, and you know, we were working on, I was working on a project with you. I was working on a project with Miranda, which involves more calls because you have to stay in touch. I would have gone insane if I didn't have that. I mean, granted, I didn't work as much because I was ill. It helped keep me going. It gave me purpose.
0: Yeah, I, I really think that, uh work was my saviour in in 2020 and I, I really feel for all those people like you know people who lost their jobs but also yes. um in the UK and all around Europe um I don't know you don't have it in the US but there's furlough so people have put on 80% of their salary and just they keep their job but they don't have anything to do and I think you know at first you see that that happening to people you're like wow that sounds like a cushy number but actually no it wouldn't be <laughs> because you are you're just kind of in limbo right and you're what you're wondering will I I lose my job? And you've got nothing to do, nothing to keep you focused and keep your mind off everything that's happening. So really, really thankful to have this job.
1: Very, very grateful to have the career I have. And um, we were both very lucky because we already had our home offices set up Mm -hmm. and we already work from home and we already had um, businesses set up that kind of could pivot because what we both mentioned, we when the pandemic hit, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get new words out and we were both able to pivot. Um, I did the the London novella, which wasn't even on my fucking radar ever. You did the short story, which you also ticked off a box because now it's a permit uh, free on Amazon, which they, everyone tells you you need to do. So we pivoted uh, and we were able to, cause we already had um, systems in place. Like we didn't have to, well, you you still ended up having to get a chair, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's we
1: did a... mostly have to get like all the new office, like we no. had systems ready, you you have yes. a home office, I have a home office. Yes. So we were very fortunate on that end, we've been very fortunate on many ends, like yes. we're still here. We're
0: still here. So go on then, give me your next, uh, how did you do?
1: My next um, goal was my uh, is on the income front and when everything started going to shit, uh, I wasn't sure how that was going to fare over the course of 2020. Um, From my 2018 to my 2019 year comparisons, like in 2019, I was able to double my income, which was a huge thing. I knew going into 2020, I wasn't going to be able to do that. But I had lofty goals for my income, obviously, because I wanted to publish five individual books plus two co-writes. So clearly, I was trying to drive the income up. I'm very surprised when I started crunching the numbers. uh, My income increased by 15%, which I I thought it would either stay steady or I would miss the mark. But... I actually I'm very surprised by that and it just goes to show I didn't publish the amount of books I wanted but I still added to my backlist and we keep telling you guys your backlist pays the bills and this is 2020 proves how much your backlist can pull weight if you keep building on it
0: Yep. Yeah, um I agree with that and I think I think actually one of the things uh as we were saying we're, we're lucky to have the this career set up but I think Books and entertainment have fared quite well because people have been at home and had nothing else to do. So book sales overall have gone up. Um, so I'm sure that most people in the book industry have, especially in the digital book industry, have benefited from that. Yeah, so my book sales went up too. My income went up as well uh, across the board. Print, my print sales doubled in 2020. But I didn't have an income goal on my on my list because I just think that if you do all the things uh, on your list, then probably that will follow. So my first goal was write a schedule. How did I do? I succeeded. Hooray! I rejigged as the year progressed, uh, but I stuck to it 80% of the time. So, um, win.
1: Yeah, 80% of the time during a terrible time. Yeah, that's pretty fucking focused. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I was very focused uh, last year. And I think because... Well done, you. Yeah, I think because that's what you could control, right? And if you looked outside at the outside world, you can't control it. So focus on what you can control is a very very good thing to do and also one of the things next goal was to invest in my backlist because you did mention backlist and um in 2020 i recovered and reformatted my entire all i want series which seems so long ago it was, it was <laughs> yes it was <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i would
1: have sworn that was like I know. <laughs> just, you did that during all the pandemic shit? How do you stay focused to like upload the right files and everything?
0: I think I just got it done just before the pandemic hit. So I think I did it in the first three months so that's um,
1: probably why i
0: don't remember it yeah yeah it was pre-pandemic it had been on my list for ages and i say ages in a capital a-g-e-s uh it did make me prematurely gray it was a huge job but i did it i also boxed up my london romance series into three box sets and put them for sale across all platforms and i launched love happens here which is a series starter and short story box set so all in all as a publisher i had a very good year
1: so, how many box sets did you put out, and how many how many like individual stories did you like fresh stories did okay. you publish and how many of the box sets did you publish? Pu- I
0: published three novels and uh, and a free novella, and then I published um, three new box sets.
1: Okay, all right. And then, um, how many books did you do? I did eight last year, which truly helped because a lot of people were digging into audio during all
0: this. Wow, they, eight. I did, were tired. I did four. So one of my goals was invest in audiobooks, and I did four. So, yeah, uh, they're all getting out there, getting some love. So four, but eight. Yeah. Eight. Well, that
1: was also because um, a lot of them were staggered, and they had to be pushed off the 2020 because um, the narrators got busy and stuff. So it just was one of those things where at first I was like, oh, this, you know. But it ended up turning to be the right time. <laughs> like, it ended up working out which a lot of times um, things do end up working out which I know is weird for some people to hear from me because I'm usually the pessimist one but sometimes things do
0: work out oh (laughs) that should be the that should be the sound bite for this episode (laughs) hey everyone sometimes things work out anyway (laughs) so audiobooks we did pretty well what's your next one
1: all right on the business end um I had a few goals that didn't fare so well I did I did okay with the writing. I was able to stay focused. but um, So I had some successes. I was able to maintain my author newsletter. I, I still sent out every couple of weeks, even when I was really sick. That was one of the things I was not willing to let go. So um, I do feel bad I wasn't able to respond to nearly enough emails during this time. And I, I feel terrible about that. I usually try to respond to readers. I was unable to. So I feel bad about that, but I was able to keep the newsletter going. And then on the newsletter front, I've been wanting to add yet another uh, freebie to my offer because um, before, uh, subscribers were able to get a, the a Woman Lost book, book one of the Woman Lost series, plus uh, bonus chapters for A Woman Lost that's only available to subscribers. But I was also able to um, add Tropical Heat, which was the short story that was included in the summer novella. So I was able to get the rights back to that and um put the new offer in so I was able to maintain the newsletter so that was a success on the blogging front there's about like I think for a while and this was my one of my last blog posts of 2020 early on was in February I had had the flu before I came to London so I was already sick And I I think the title of that blog post was, I think 2020 has it in for me. And this was before the pandemic hit.
0: (laughs) It turns out it had it in for everyone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. So um, on the blogging front, I stopped for months. I just couldn't do it. It was one of the things that fell to the uh, wayside. I recovered um, at the end of the year and I started blogging a couple times a month again, which is what the pace I like to do. I had hopes of redoing my author website that just got scrapped completely that was this one thing on my to-do massive to-do list I was like nope (laughs) not happening this year I also meant to hire a virtual assistant to help me with things I didn't have time to train somebody
0: are they still really Um, really virtual (laughs) almost invisible
1: I think we all have virtual employees or co-workers now (laughs) we don't get to see anybody at all but um that was one of my goals and I did not accomplish that. Yeah, so on the business side it was a bit rougher. I was able to manage the writing stuff more, but on the business side it was hit or miss.
0: So I've 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 said my successes so far, you know, my schedule, my writing the books, investing in the backlist, doing my audio books. But some things didn't pan out for me as well. So, one of my goals was to just get more into story. And that involved me doing courses, but also going to the cinema and theatre more, as well as gigs. Oh,
1: I forgot that was <laughs> one of your goals.
0: Yeah. You do like the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely, that didn't really pan out very well. <laughs> but, but I'm not going to blame myself. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I'm blaming you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Theatre is watch
0: a movie. But we did go and see Hamilton. Hey, TB, that was 2020. <laughs> I know,
1: that was probably like the highlight. That may have also killed me. Really <laughs> killed me
0: but... <laughs> yeah, we did go to see Hamilton just like the week before everything was shut down in London and around the world, really. Yeah, so I didn't really go to much theatre, cinema, or gigs. Sad face all around. But I did buy a story course, but I didn't do it. So actually, that is me failing. So, um, yeah, that one didn't really pan out with things in my control or out of my control either. The other thing that didn't really pan out is um, advertising. <laughs> Three years this has been on my to-do list, TV. In January, I took an Amazon ads course and then promptly failed to do anything with the new information I gained. I need to decide whether to put it back on my goals for 2021 or just take it off completely. I need to decide if me and ads are ever going to be friends. I, I, I've I got an ads course. I bought Mark Dawson's ads course, so I just haven't done it. Um, I have that too, and I have that yeah, so, <laughs> Will I do it in 2021? I need to decide. Otherwise, just take it off because uh, I think... I've got to the stage now where if you've put it on your goals for the last three years and you haven't done it, there is something that's saying to you you don't want to do it, or or I don't know. Um, it doesn't um, help that they keep
1: changing the algorithms. I know. So Like when you do master it, they change it. All
0: right, I've got <laughs> I've got um a few more goals. Have you got what else have you got?
1: I just have one final comment. Okay. So you you just go on. And I'll I'll end with.
0: Okay. Mine at the. Twenty twenty also one of my goals was plan time off. <laughs> <laughs> How was that trip to Mexico? Really great. I really loved it. All those tacos and margaritas. No, 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 dear listener, it didn't happen. But do you know what, actually? Going through this goal did actually make me realise that I was luckier than some in 2020. Obviously, I was luckier than some in many, many respects. But for time off, I did get to go on a writing retreat in January to Whitstable. Had a week in Whitstable, so that was... That was really good. I mean, I know that's not time off, but it's time in a different location. And in February, I did actually go away for a week to Mallorca um, for my friend's fortieth, and that was planned. And I would never normally go to Spain in February, but because it was his birthday, we all went. And so that has never that was a brilliantly timed holiday because it was the last week of February. Although all my other holiday plans went up in smoke, my wife and I did hey, still we went to Whitstable. We did go to Whitstable, yes. Yes, well, that was just a weekend though, right? Not like a, I'm talking bigger holiday plans. But it you- It was a
1: weekend and I think we stayed in and watched telly.
0: Because yes. It <laughs> was falling apart. Uh, but yeah, so I, I did get two trips to Whitstable, Um a trip to Spain and we went to Devon in October as well. So, you know, it wasn't as bad as you could, you might have thought it was gonna be. And I, I did take two weeks off at Christmas, spend it at home, obviously, but I'm calling it a win because I did that. Another goal was translations. Um, I wanted to get some out in the world. I signed four translation contracts in 2020, and I got my first one out into the world in November. The German translation of "Before You Say I Do" before du sagt ich will. I was honestly giddy with excitement about this one. I don't know; it just felt different, right? You know, like I'm I'm excited when I get any book out in the world, but this one was in a language I did not read or understand. And so it just felt a little bit more, I don't know, out there, special. Yeah, I was very excited by that.
1: Have you purchased the um, German paperback version just to have on your shelf? I think it would be fun to open it up
0: every once in a while. Yeah, I've got it. I signed the contracts with Ilva Publishing, and um, part of the contract was they send me ten copies. So I've got ten copies. You want one? (laughs)
1: no no but I think you should I think you should do like a giveaway for German readers yeah I, I
0: have um I've sent a couple out to uh, uh, a couple of uh, German readers so I will be sending one as well to my friends in Germany who hosted the New Year's Eve Zoom Disco whether they want to read a lesbian romance or not
1: that New Year's Eve Disco has to it has to appear in one of your books at some point
0: mm, yeah
1: I mean that's just golden <laughs> I mean Disco of all things <laughs> I mean, this is, a happy, this is a happy... The music has a happy beat, and hmm? it's kind of easy to dance to. Like, you don't really have to... No. I mean, it's just a fun... I mean, it sounds fun. Even I might have liked that.
0: Oh! It <laughs> <laughs> has seen you, it know, see Eve in with a whoop TV. A whoop, I tell you. So I've got two more goals uh, that were on my list. Shall I do one more? Sure. One was look after my body better. Now, um, obviously, my personal training and gym regime came to a grinding halt in 2020 when everything shut down. However, I'm calling this one a win because like you said, I invested in um, a proper chair, a proper screen, and an ergonomic setup so my body is better when I'm working. I carried on exercising at home throughout the pandemic. I've had a lot of physio to try and correct um, the ills that I've done to my body by sitting in the wrong chair over the last six years and um i know looking after my body is good for my mental and physical health so it was always top of my priorities i did a hit this morning i'm carrying it on into 2021
1: so win yeah my exercise wasn't so stellar this year i didn't have energy (laughs) but i'm trying to get better in 2021 i'm trying to um undo the damage of all the stress eating
0: so well then what you said you had one more
1: Um, I had something happen in the last year that was not on my radar at all. It was not something I planned on doing, but it was probably one of the happier changes of 2020. And that was, I adopted Lady Grey, a four-year-old cat, who also, um, had a terrible pandemic experience. She lost her family, and then she spent a lot of time in a um, cat shelter. And so, um... After my cat Atticus died, I said never again to pets because it hurts too much when they leave. But I have to say, letting her in my home and letting her into my heart has improved my life. So it was something I didn't plan, but it was probably one of the better things that happened last year.
0: Good. Oh, you made my heart boom there, TB. That's lovely. Even though she's like the the
1: grumpiest cat, and everything. She is very grumpy. I, I feel like she's like a teacher saying. I'm very disappointed in your homework. <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the feeling I get every time, but it still makes me smile.
0: Um, I think the final one of my goals was to be kinder to myself. And I think that um, I did a little bit of kindness. I could have cut myself a bit more slack. But, you know, as we said, uh, work and actually focusing and working all the time kept me sane throughout the year. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm not going to say I failed because that would be unkind, wouldn't it?
1: I wonder how many of us became workaholics last year. Hmm just as a survival technique
0: Mm. one thing I did which I'm going to do again this year uh, because I think it's a really good thing to do is at the end of every month I noted down everything that I achieved and so that got me to remember things that I may have forgotten otherwise that weren't on my original goals so would you like to know the other things that I achieved absolutely because you you you're involved in the first one we hosted we hosted the (laughs) first ever lesbians who write meetup event in March I know and who knew that would probably be the last time humans could gather (laughs) (laughs) but it was a really good it was a great success Um, a lot of people showed up Um, we had like what 20 or 30 people in a pub in central London and it was great Um, and it was really lovely to meet um, a lot of fellow lesbian authors and readers we'll do it again but not this year, probably. I hasten to add. Uh, we also attended the Self-Publishing Formula Conference, which was our one lone publishing event of the year. I really did miss conferences and author events this year. Um, and I hope to do some online ones next year. Or this year. Sorry, not next year. We're this year. We also carried this podcast on all fucking year. So well done us. Round of applause. <laughs> I know, you had to
1: You had to um, host the episode all on your lonesome. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry about that but considering I only missed one fucking episode
0: yeah pretty good
1: and there were times where like um, I was literally getting out of bed two minutes before I had
0: the hop on a call I think we did uh, an excellent job I'm gonna pat ourselves on the back I also kept my podcast going uh, one other thing I did um, push my web shop a little bit more for direct sales and that's been a big success my web shop is now my third best platform for book sales after Kindle and Apple so all in all I think we should give ourselves a pat on the back. 2020 was a very difficult year to get through. If you got through it at all, well done. But I think having the jobs we do, having the work we uh, do was a savior for both of us. So, and having you actually give us some feedback and having you enjoy and tell us you want to, you want us to continue on the Lesbians Who Write path. That was a motivation for us both as well. Yes,
1: we do appreciate you sticking with us. and. Um cheering us on and also sharing laughs with us because you were able to share stories and comments that um, made us chuckle as well and so it was nice it was a two-way street of trying to get all of us over the finish line
0: so that is our goal so i think uh, by and large you know we didn't hit them all but you're never going to hit them all but um we did hit some of them and uh, i think we did uh, better than better than could possibly have been expected so we're calling 2020 creatively professionally a win
1: uh, oh for... absolutely i
0: survived yes <laughs> um join us and do let us know how your 2020 was creatively um in writing in reading in you know whatever job you work in leave us a comment on the website email us lesbians at gmail.com facebook us twitter us instagram me join us next week when we're going to be talking about our goals for 2021 da, da, da. Do we dare set them? Uh, I think we have to. Also, apparently um, 2021 was the year that Mad Max was set in. So just let that sink in. I actually
1: haven't watched that one. Maybe I should. Maybe I should watch Mad Max in 2021. That might cheer me
0: up. Obviously, I haven't watched it either because it's not a rom-com. But, you know, I know of it. Anyway, until next week, have a great one. Um, Stay safe. Keep writing. And
1: thanks for sticking with us. Happy New Year, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to lesbians who write listen in every week for more conversations on writing and lesbian fiction and you can make sure you never miss an episode by signing up to our newsletter at lesbianswhowrite.com also if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast it would help more people to discover us thanks so much and see you next time